Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you are listening to this is Do It With Love Sex Talk and I am your host Tiffy and we are here again with another episode. Y'all, (laughs) y'all. I'm so giddy because I finally got my best friend to the podcast. He should have been my first guest, actually, but he finally made it on to the podcast. He's my best friend. He's like my therapist sometimes. He gets on my nerves a lot. Um, He was my boyfriend. Like... <laughs> all of the above i got my good 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 close beautiful friend here with me at the podcast today jerry the boss will be in the building and we're going i look i kind of um we had a great conversation (laughs) y'all like how i switched up that tone just not like yeah, we had a good conversation. A really great conversation about polyamory. You already know that time of time that we are on right now. We talking about poly, poly relationships. We talking about his business. We're going to get into a lot of different things. Um, so it's, It was really going to be a really good conversation. Um, but before that, I just want to say that make sure um, if you are a part of my demon time list, look out for that. Look out for that um, after the episode goes up later on tonight because I will be dropping those pics and those flicks and those videos that are extremely exclusive only on my demon time list. If you do not know what my demon time list, it is a close friends list that's just exclusive to like the people that fuck with me that people that just want to see me you know like see what i gotta say there's gonna be certain things that other people cannot see and certain things that i say that other that other people cannot hear so you want to get on the list and if you want to get on the list all you have to do is dm me the purple emoji at on my instagram which is do it with love love is spelled l-u-v sex talk underscore podcast so that's do it with love sex talk underscore podcast okay so i'm about to bring my friend up on here real quick and but before that we're gonna go to a quick commercial break and then we're gonna come right back to it okay all right we'll be back go to the podcast I made it. Finally. I made it. You have to go through, you know, my PR person and my secretary. and. <laughs> I got Jerry, Mr. Jerry, the boss. The boss himself is here to the podcast. Oh. I'm so glad that he's here. Yes, it's, it's been uh, it's been overdue, actually. Yes, I had everybody else up here except for you, my number one. <laughs> this, this has been overdue. Yeah. I was ready for day one, but everything has its timing, so it's cool. Yes. So 
you I want you to tell the people what exactly that you do, what business you have, because we're gonna talk about that too. What's up everybody? This is Jerry the Boss. Um I am a hookah caterer. Me and my wife run Bosses Hookah. I am an event planner. I throw I help people throw events. I throw my own events, venues, nightclubs, lounges. Um, I also manage a producer, a music producer, who's doing really big things right now, who's working with Wiz Khalifa and Tony Yayo. And I manage my little brother, who's also an amazing DJ and drummer. So, yeah. DJ X. DJ X. DJ X. AKA Chris. Yes. So you've always been great, but what made you wanna cause I only known you from okay, so y'all, this is my this is my best friend. <laughs> many, many years. Yes. Many, many, many years behind me. Friend forever is my therapist. He even been my boyfriend one time. We're gonna talk about that too later on. But um I've only I've always known him for throwing parties, like for many many years. So, what made you want to start your hookah business? So, uh, wifey's actually the one who taught me how to make hookah. She mm-hmm. was the one that actually introduced me to it. And mm-hmm. during the pandemic, when they locked us down, because we we are still in the pandemic, but it's not the same. But when they had locked us up in the house. Everybody picked up something. So everybody just found something that they clicked with or learned or got into. Because all we had was time. Unless you were an essential and you were going to work all the time, everybody had time on their hands. So when she brought the hookah in, I remember when I tried it, I didn't even know how to smoke it right. She showed me. <laughs> and... We just and I was just I was just like I wanted to help out because I'm such a team player over here. So I was just like, "Yo, you're always making the hookah." Thing during during the lockdown and in the in the in the pandemic was a lot of people realizing what they want out of their life a lot more. How much happier do they want to live? At least for me, that's something I was focused on. I hated the job I was working. I hated it. I seen all these different people creating all these new different ventures and businesses from their homes that they were creating, whether it was soap, there was kids that created mask making businesses that happened to really thrive, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and everyone mm-hmm. was just finding themselves. So for me, it was just like, man, I want to do, I want to, I want to start my own business. What do I want to start? So we got really good at making hookah in the house. And we also got fed up with, we, were, we weren't supposed to, but the little bit of going out that they let us do, um, when they started, when they opened, when they slowly would open back up, uh-huh. going to some of those barbecues and just getting all this bad hookah that these people were selling. And we was just like, man, we could do such a better job and provide such a better service to everyone. Cause some of these people that were that were selling hookah were just had no business doing it. So then that's when we was like, you know what? Yeah, 
why don't we start our own hookah catering service? And we was like, yeah, what are we going to call it? I'm like, hmm, how about Boss's Hookah? She designed the logo. She she had the vision for the logo. And I, I, I hit up my designer, and here we were. And once outside opened back up, we was out there. Now, I'm someone that people trust with what I'm promoting. So I guess when, you know, when that hit and people were just like, oh, Jerry's got a new thing. Let's give it a shot. And I have so far, everyone who's tried our hookah so far has been very pleased. Very, very pleased. And the business has just been growing by itself like that. I'm very fortunate to say that. I've had a very busy first year. Started mm-hmm. a new business. Very productive. So thank you for everyone who booked Boss's Hookah so far. Yes, Boss's Hookah is lit, literally. <laughs> yes, yes. And we can talk about his um, nightly parties that he has every Friday at Flavor Fridays at Space Lounge. Where is it at? Long Island. So that, so that started off, that was a, actually a, um, a connection from my little brother. He's the one who brought me in to that, to that, new, that new business, uh, Space Lounge, which is in Smithtown, Long Island. And I was living upstate at the moment in the Hudson Valley. And he was like, yo, they needed another person for hookah. And I was like, and my brother definitely recommended me, my little brother, Chris. And then I was like, yeah, hey, I can, I can definitely learn a lot more by being here about the hookah life and about how to, how to make hookah in so many different ways, all these different flavors. And that has really just launched into something I did not expect. So I missed promoting. By that time, I had stopped promoting for about a good five, six years. I was hosting some events where I would show up for people's events and, you know, help help get people there. But then I miss having my own, that Jerry the Boss presents on flyers. I miss that. So I got the opportunity to start up a Friday. I was infamous for Flash and Film and Fridays. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to I wanna stay with Friday nights. I love Friday nights. I love starting people's weekend off right. They've had a long week and they just want to, they're ready to just unwind. And I, I want to give them an awesome opportunity to do that somewhere. I wish we could compare the pictures between Flash and Film and Friday and um, Flavor Friday is just like night and day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, the growth, the growth the and growth. promotion. And, and we look crazy. I don't know what the fuck shit we had on. <laughs> yeah, I look at some of those pictures too sometimes, and I'm just like, yeah, we ain't going back there. Yeah, I, I am planning a flash and filament reunion event though. Flash oh, and filament Fridays was so, that day. So, like flash that's and Fridays. So flash that and filament like- Fridays. Sorry. Uh, flash and filament Fridays was definitely a big staple on Long Island. Like I have people that are married now that met at Flash and Film on Fridays. I went to that wedding. <laughs> DJs that I really, I was able to really give a platform 
to show off their skills that you know I took the chance with. That many other people were just like, I don't know you. Um, you're not playing on my party. I was just like, hey, come on, let's see what you got. Do your thing, you know. Um, and it's awesome to see that till this day that that party, that every Friday night party, I have some long-lasting connections from still. Even if some of those people don't party no more, but they're still good friends of mine and they're doing other stuff in life that allows me to to be able to use them for whatever dope service it is. It could be your real estate or car or, you know, roofing, just to give a, a generic explanation of all these people that used to be at the at my party every Friday night that grew up and they got their families now and all this stuff. And we're all still connected in a way. And everyone remembers it. Flash and film of Fridays. That would be so dope. Oh my God. I gotta come out for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Met, that's when I met you then. Yeah, yeah. Where did I meet you? I know where I met you. I met you at Celebs. Celebs. Oh, that other that that other spot. That other shit. <laughs> celebs <laughs> a lot of good times bad times and weird times over there yeah a lot of weird times a lot of weird shit mm. child but anyways so besides partying what, you, what else do you do as like your extracurricular activities full time dad full time dad no uh definitely Definitely taking care of the family. You know, that is that is definitely a pleasure for me uh, to just be able to hustle, get my money, and then come back and take care of them, spoil them, do things with them, activities, dinner, lunch, shopping a little bit, you know, whatever it is. That feels awesome, you know. Uh, being in the party world, you get judged a lot. Trust me, you really do. People think party people are like losers, which is totally not the case. Some people are absolute professionals and they just plain out flat like the party. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's their vice. Getting dressed, going out, being around these people, hearing the the sound of the DJ. You know, being around their friends and creating amazing memories. I have so many amazing memories from nights out with going out with the right people. I've gone out with the wrong people, too. But I, I, I learned those lessons. But definitely extracurricular is uh, working out, staying staying fit. You know, even if I don't have a crazy six-pack or whatever, but I'm fit. Oh, my God. Here we go. That's another conversation. That's a hell of a conversation. Haitian man with the little Haitian belly. We can't oh get God. rid of that rice. Can't get rid of that rice. I've been trying to teach him self love forever, but hey, <laughs> y'all. No, I love myself. Trust me, I, I I I love myself. I'm very proud of myself and the man that I've that I've become. And there's just more of me that's gonna be unlocked. That I'm just excited to to leave the universe open to bring it out of me. Mm -hmm. So, 
just to complete the extracurricular activity thing, uh, I love to shop. Like I said, family, again, always go back to that, taking care of the kids. I've recently really fell in love with reading and just Ooh. really expanding my mind. What books are you reading? Right now, I'm really in love with the Rick Ross book, A Perfect Day to Boss Up. It's always a perfect day to boss up. Um, that was a gift from a friend of mine. And I just really, really like that book. I've, it's been my go-to every day. Another one of my favorite books is The Five Love Languages, mm. which is an awesome communication book for not just relationships, but for for every other part of your life. Communication connects with every part of your life. Your job, your parenting, your your spouse, your parents, grandparents, how, your kids, everything. Communication goes a long way. So that book really makes you look at yourself first. And then it explains how understanding that part allows you to understand someone else and learn what they need in order to have an amazing experience with you. So. Mm, right. Those are some pretty dope books right there. I just started, I'm about to start reading my book that I just ordered and I was going to start um, today. Um, I just, so I started to read a new book too, which was, I'm reading um, The Black Woman's Guide to Understanding the Black Man by Sister Ali. Awesome. That sounds that sounds a uh, mind opening. <laughs> yeah. It's very conscious. Um it's um introducing the black man in America. I listen to a lot of her lectures <clears throat> online, but I've never read one of her books, so this will be the first time you reading one of her books. So she says a lot of good stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I look forward to having that conversation. Mm-hmm. All women should read this book. It's insightful. I, I haven't even read this book, and I know that it's a good book. Let's go. Spread the word. <laughs> yes, and I got it on Amazon, and you can find it on eBay. And her name is Shiraz. It's a very weird name to spell. To, pronounce but her last name is Ali black woman with a um, African crown on her head so you can't miss it <laughs> the book that's awesome yeah it's really good I can't wait to get started on reading that that's awesome. so mm-hmm. what is your dating life like Looking like my, so far, my awesome and and some and and some that are paying attention would be like, wait a minute, dating life didn't didn't he say he's yeah? I'm sorry, y'all. Dating? So we gonna have to clarify what is your marital status? Because <laughs> 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 he has a wife, so <laughs> yeah, po- po- politi- politically correct. Yeah, I'm married. I'm happily yes. married. Uh, going yes. on a beautiful five years. 
Yes. With my beautiful wife, Shanna. Yes. Jamaican queen, bop, bop, bop. Um, yes. Very Jamaican. And we, yeah. And <laughs> we are a poly. <laughs> we are a poly couple, which is something that I introduced to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that I also came about during the pandemic too, understanding I, I've been poly for years and didn't even know what it really was. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately coming from the cheating to dating more than one female at the same time, uh, together in a polycule. Now I know what that is. I didn't even know what that was. I, I was just like, yeah, I got two girlfriends. And my mm-hmm. wife knowing me for so many years, I think this is why I probably didn't get stabbed or punched in. I wasn't beat up for trying to bring an open relationship into a brand new marriage. Uh, it was during our first year. And she was just like, I want you to definitely let me know what are you going to want out of our marriage? And I was like, I'm going to want happiness. I'm going to want happiness. I don't want to have a unhappy marriage. I don't want to live unhappy. I know too many people that are doing that now. They were doing that then when I was first getting married and they were telling me don't get married and they're still in that same miserable situation still not knowing what to do probably doing the wrong thing and I didn't want none of that so she so she was like so where do you want to go with this like what are you thinking and I was like I would actually like to have an open marriage and at first she was hesitant she was just like what for real I ain't never cheat on her. I never cheat on her, never did nothing like that. And, but she knew I had it in me because she's known me for so long. She's watched me with all my baby mothers starting from the first one she was there. And me and her have a past way, 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 way back in the past, way back in the past. We have our own little past. And she was just like, I know what's in there. I, I, I know who you are, Jerry. I know who you are. So you've proven yourself all these years up to our marriage point, but I don't want that to come out of you and destroy everything that we work hard to get to right now. So we tried. Of course, there was a lot to learn. There was a lot to learn. So we started off as an open marriage and we moved into the poly lifestyle, learning and just educating about this awesome lifestyle that definitely has its challenges, but with amazing rewards as well. The first thing you do learn is about yourself. Being poly makes you look at yourself a lot because you have to face the things that monogamous relationships kind of let you hide behind because you kind of expect them to be fulfilled in this person that you commit to and commits to you. And in monogamy, people have so much expectations of that person that they're with. During the whole dating process, one of the things they're looking for is, who am I going to find that's going to be able to, to do all this for me? Make me happy and give me all this love and repair traumas that I may have gone through from maybe a past relationship or childhood okay I finally found this one person now this one person has this task 
to make my life incredible. They have this task. After all, they promised me they would. Not all, I'm not saying all monogamy is like that. Monogamous relationships is like that. But the mentality of it, majority is like that. That's why when that one person lets you down, it's so disappointing. As a, as in a monogamous relationship, you have such high expectations for this one person that you're with. And they fall short because that one person cannot fulfill every single aspect, want, desire, need that you have. I'll give you a regular example, not even sexual, because everyone automatically thinks sexual when it goes to poly or anything. We're not swingers. Swingers is strictly about sex. Poly is about connections, relationships. Give you a simple example. Uh, So-and-so likes to go to see action movies. Loves action movies. But my wife hates them. Does that mean I should always have to go see an action movie by myself? I'm not allowed to have a company? No. Great. Being poly, I found someone... That likes, that loves action movies just as much as me. Now that's something that I can I can find fulfilling from that person. This is just an example. There's much more things than that, but this is just a small example of what it's like to be poly in a healthy poly growing relationship. So. Mm-hmm. Dating, I remember the the original question was dating right now. I am dating a young lady. Um, So far, so good. So far, so good. It's it's pretty fresh. But so far, so good. She's the first person I've dated, you know, since since you. Since me. Yeah, she's the first person. That's cool. I think that's good that you're dating. I wasn't too keen on that in the beginning. <laughs> I know. I had problems with that in the beginning only because of our relationship that we had. So, Which I, I don't um, regret or take back at all. No, I don't regret it either. I'm actually very happy that we did. I'm very thankful for it. So, for people that didn't know that um, me and him had a poly relationship. My first girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, this married man is on the phone with his ex. (laughs) Good Lord. And we're still still having an awesome uh, connection like you see right now. You see, yeah. this is the thing that happens when people build connections with someone before they just get with them. Which yeah. is something a lot of people should a lot of people should work on. Uh-huh. Jumping into a relationship with someone, you should really, really try to get try to get to know who it is that you're getting into a relationship with. So that means building that connection in terms of friendship. 
So, sorry, I got a little loud. No, it's fine. Oh, no, it's fine. They're coming home. But yeah, yeah, friendship is so important. It is. Because we was always going to be friends regardless. So, yep. Didn't even matter. But even now we're here because it's like I I didn't want to lose that for anything. Yeah. No, that was big. It's hard to find real solid. Girlfriend, and he broke up with me, and I got mad. Just like any other fucking people, I got pissed off. <laughs> On top of me learning that and you know realizing how bad I want to have a happy life, I want everybody connected to me to do the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want anyone that's connected to me to have a rough experience being with me or feel like I could be holding them back from experiencing some type of happiness. Yeah, because I was yeah. far away. So that yeah, it, was yeah. a lot. Yeah, it just wasn't heading in a direction that we would envisioned and didn't want to string along. Really didn't want to string along. And I was just mm-hmm. like, hey, if this keeps going in the way that it's going, we're going to ruin the foundation that we had, which is our amazing friendship. Yes. And it was very like, I think it was because it was such a harder time for me um, than it was for you because it was like my sensitivity level was very heightened. Like I'm, I was still going through a divorce yeah. and all of that. So I was just like extra sensitive. It wasn't even like the norm sense. It was just like, what the fuck? Like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know that. <laughs> I knew. I I definitely got kicked and punched through the phone. <laughs> I knew. But once again, that's another that's another thing I'm proud of my growth. You know, even being able to do that, you know, to just be like, hey, listen, I I this is what this is what has to get done. As a man, mm-hmm. I feel I made this decision and I need to present it to you. And I'm I'm doing this part right here, which I have to deal with. But I know the rest is the part you have to deal with. <clears throat> on your own so and then we'll come back we'll come back we don't have to disappear we, we can come back uh, with some healing because yeah not, not everything is going to be peachy no it's not, not going to be peachy so it's showing and i learned a lot about myself i learned that <laughs> um i cannot have two boyfriends it's not going to work for me you're an amazing girl. Oh, uh, thank you. I love you. <laughs> Your amazing girlfriend. Definitely uh, love to spoil. The affection yeah. is, That's is my... incredible. Yeah, um, and I found out that even with going through that, even with being in a poly relationship, I found out, like, you know, my love language and one of my love languages is, like, spoiling and stuff like that. I've always been that type of person, but I never knew that was a love language. Love language yeah. Yeah. One of the best give gift giving people I know. <laughs> he gives you gifts that keeps giving. Yeah, that's just my thing. I don't know. Me too. That's just that's just that's just my thing. Just like your haircuts is your thing. It's just mm-hmm. my thing. That's <laughs> a fact. That's a fact. This is one this is one girl that knows me like the back of my hand. Oh my god! This one person. So just giving you your flowers, mm-hmm. you know. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you so I'm much. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. Came a long way. Proud of you. Thank you. I had to get groomed first by you. <laughs> <laughs> I know listeners are still like, yo, this wait a minute. I, this is his ex, right? Yeah. You people yeah. act like two people can't, you know, that can't happen. You know, like I, yeah. I have I have three mothers of my children. I hate saying baby mama, but I have okay. three mothers of my children and I have a wonderful relationship with all of them and and, mm-hmm. you know, my guy friends, they just be like, yo, how, bro? That's crazy. Why is that crazy? If you put in exactly. the effort and the time, if you can have the conver- the tough talks, the the healing can be done and the progression can occur. They with- be acting like that is not normal. Like, you can have yeah. a nice relationship with other women. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, but that is the truth of it. That is the truth of it. And it's awesome. It's it's a lot happier life, trust me. Happier drama is not what's up. Stress free, just good vibes. But I learned that I can't be with two guys at the same time. I don't think I'm well multitasking that in that area. <laughs> what what clicks for you? Um so yeah, you and me were together and then I had my other boyfriend, but actually at the time he really wasn't my boyfriend. He was just my friend that was happened to be living with me and I'm having sex with him a lot. So <laughs> 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 And that'll be ashamed about this. Plenty of other women who are probably doing the same damn thing. <laughs> both, I have both of you guys. So both of you guys obviously can get my attention because he lives with me. And then you're my boyfriend. And then it was just like, he's not a poly person. But not with like me. Like he wouldn't want to share me with another guy. He would share me with another woman. He wants that type of a relationship where he has two females. <laughs> yeah, whenever I have the poly conversation, a lot of guys just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let me get that. Relationship before I've been in a relationship where it was just the guy and me and um, the other, the other girl, the other woman, his other girlfriend. Yeah, I don't think any guys that say that they would be into this ever think of the other side of it. Well, what mm-hmm. if a girl wanted to date other guys? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's where the train stops. Yes, that's it's like, oh, no, we ain't. <laughs> I don't know. We ain't doing that. We ain't about to do that. Nope, we ain't about to do that. <laughs> oh, no, but guys, you know, guys love to, you know, feed that ego. Walking around with two women. Yeah, I, get, I got two women. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, if, if that makes you feel more of a man, hey, that's whatever it is. Whatever it is that makes you happy, that completes you, do that. But I am a two-way street type of person where if I'm experiencing happiness in a certain way and I'm getting something that I want, you should get it too. You mm-hmm. should get it too. And my wife has had an amazing experience. She has grown and developed in a whole different light in a whole different light. Like she walks, 
she walks around with a whole different glow. The girl that many people knew before, they know that this is a completely different woman walking around. Mm-hmm. Crown on her head shining. And Polly has definitely opened her eyes to a lot of things about her. A lot of stuff about her that's really helped her to grow in a different light. And it's helped us to work on issues that we had even before being Polly and that would still be there being Polly, but have been worked on. Because like I said, Polly is going to make you face things that monogamy might give you a little space to hide behind. Because mm-hmm. with Polly, when you're bringing other people in, they're going to, you know, they're going to see <laughs> the, the, the shit, the, the BS. They'll be like, oh, you two, a, a real Polly person, a real other Polly, I don't want to say a real Polly person, but someone that is paying attention and that is like, wait a minute, what you guys were talking about and what I'm seeing here is two different things. Y'all got issues. Are y'all mm-hmm. trying to bring me in to, to fix an issue or which is not what Polly is. You know, you don't become Polly to bring in other people to fix your issue with with your first relationship. No. Polyamory mm-hmm. is people is love being added on. Love being added on. You know, it can be into finances as well. Hey, three bank accounts is better than than one or two, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Half a little faster. Get that car yeah. a little quicker. Get some get some businesses up 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 off the ground. Yeah. So speaking of that, that's actually the type of relationship that I want. So I always said that right now, um, you know, he's not he doesn't want me to be with another man. And for some reason, I don't feel like the urge to be with another man, like sexually. So, you know, he was actually my last boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's just not what I want to do. And that type of relationship, I want to have another woman. I want him to have another girl. Um, just so that it makes sense because I'm thinking about like the future like I'm thinking about like kids like um, I'm thinking about like just money too like financially like even in the home it just makes sense like for like economic purposes it just makes sense to me I just don't want to do nothing that don't make no damn sense we don't have enough time I don't want to do nothing that don't make no damn sense so if I can figure out a way to bring in like three incomes into one household and everybody works on their own individual businesses individually and we water each other we all water each other yeah because it's like beautiful gardens growing yeah so that's the type of environment that I want, but people make it into a negative thing, you know, like, because, like, especially, like, what if, like, I'm pregnant and, like, I need help with the baby, like, I don't have to pay nobody outside. I could have, you know, his girlfriend, you know, me and her wouldn't have to be in a relationship with each other. She could just be, like, a sister-wife type shit. 
So I want to find any help with my baby. And she's right there. She can help me. I don't have to pay nobody outside. I don't have to go to no daycare or nothing like that. It just makes sense. Like, you just want to do things that make sense. <clears throat> so a that's people what... still, a lot of people definitely disagree. Oh, you don't need that. Yeah. You don't need that. Yeah. How do you know what I need? How are you going to tell me what I need? Exactly. And I feel like, you know, three. What? How much maternity leave do you get? Like three months? About like what? Twelve weeks? Depending Something on the field. Like Depending on the field the, and the company you work for. The standard is usually like twelve weeks. I know yeah. that for much. That's the standard, and that's not enough fucking time to be at home with your child and then leave and go to work. So, I mean, it just you just want to do things that make sense. <laughs> at this point like because that don't make no damn sense to me <laughs> but p- there is like negative things that come with it and people make it into negative things because there's these fucking um there's these freaking cults yeah. that practice polygamy but they practice it in the worst wrong way yeah, like abusing. They're abusing. yeah they totally abuse it they make it look disgusting and it's fucking it up for people that want to try polygamy because they look at that and like, and they they instantly get turned off. Like, what the hell is that? Polygamy is basically told? is basically the guy. The guy has all these women, all under him. He takes care of them. They're they're all his. They're all his women. Don't look. Don't touch. Yeah, ain't nobody trying to be in no cult. <laughs> it it doesn't necessarily have to be a cult. It doesn't have to because I know a very a very prosperous um polygamous uh relationship. You know, shout out to my boy Dupree. Um he they're actually on Sister Wives on, on this season's episode of Sister Wives. And he has a very oh. healthy, beautiful functioning big family, you know, with his two queens. I believe they just added a third one. And that just that they just have an awesome, awesome, beautiful, healthy, um, polygamous relationship going on. The family mm-hmm. is just big and fruitful, business wise, you know, health wise, just everything, everything. So there is definitely a different side of that. There is the cults, and then there's people who actually do it with the love that it's intended for. Yes. And have a big happy family. <laughs> yeah, polyamory is more open than polygamy because polyamory is, allows uh, for both sides to have basically kind of as much love as they feel like that they can sustain. Mm-hmm. You know, there's billions of people on this planet. Yes, the person that you're with is amazing to you. Yes, obviously, that's why you're with them. Mm-hmm. But me and my open self, I would love to experience other amazing people too. The, these mm-hmm. these these people just they 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 make me grow. They make me grow. I I pick from each one of them. From each one of them, you know, everyone doesn't love you the same. This person mm-hmm. might like to give you flowers. This person might be really amazing at giving you back rubs. This person might be an awesome gift giver. 
This one doesn't have a clue what to get you whenever your birthday comes around or a holiday comes around. This one is a cook. This one doesn't cook. And you just, mm -hmm. you just get to experience all that. You know, it's still, it's, it's a little bit hard to really put into complete words and sentences. It's really an experience. It's an experience. Uh, simply, I like waking up in the morning and, good morning, babe. Hey, good morning, babe. Good morning, babe. Good morning, babe. <laughs> and it's just like all this love is already sitting there waiting for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just like, I'm already great. starting my day with people that are with all this love already waiting for me to start to, it's available to me for the day. It's available. This mm -hmm. one is busy. Okay. I can probably reach out to this one. It also takes the pressure off. off yeah. Of, off of having to be everything for this one person at any given moment. At any given moment. You know, I'll give you an example. We had to go out. There was a young, one of the young ladies that I was uh, talking to. And I needed a favor done. Wifey wasn't available. And it had to do with our kids. This person was. And they were able to really help with a situation that would have just been really crappy if that extra hand wasn't available. Mm -hmm. And it's been other times like that where that, that comes into play. You know, wifey has her own partners where it's like, hey, um, hubby's not available to do this or hubby is busy right now. He can't do this. Can you help? Yeah, I got it. I'll take care of it. It's It's been many situations like that, but people won't see it that way. A lot of people are so perverted and just stuck on the sex part. And mm -hmm. if we want to be on the sex part, yeah, the sex life is amazing. <laughs> the sex life is amazing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. If people want to take it there, yes, it is. The sex life is amazing. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, that is so dope. So in my situation, it's like, even though he don't want me to have sex with another man it doesn't mean I can't entertain another guy I still talk to guys like here and there like I do that cause like I'm a really big flirt I just feel like I'm a flirt naturally so it's like why do I have to lie about it cause I'm gonna keep on flirting <laughs> and I feel like having a good relationship is with your exes is a good thing. Like, even with, oh my God, I didn't even tell you that one of my exes ended up in my DMs, you know. Oh you wasn't the person, you were. You wasn't the first Haitian guy that I've been with. And you know oh. who I'm talking about. Oh boy. Yeah, he didn't change. <laughs> Brooklyn in the house. Without a doubt. I was like, whoa. So I've been talking to him and he's been kind of spicy. I'm like, oh Lord, child. I'm like, well, I still flirt. Like I flirt and I and I'll still flirt and I'll date 
have I been on any dates? No, because I'm just picky and weird. And sometimes it's very hard to talk to me. I'm super selective and weird. <laughs> I know I I know some guys that that's kind of really the most of what they do. Mm-hmm. Like they like if you were to go through their phones, oh my god, this man then cheated on his girl 50,000 times cuz they just be on that phone having that that text connection. Mm-hmm. There's something about that 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 you know, they they may not actually go out and do what they're talking about, but they get a pleasure in just doing that. I I I I know guys that's that's like that. Yeah. They, they won't actually go and see you, but they'll text you to death about seeing you. Yes. I'm just like, oh my God, your imagination is just running running wild. Yeah, it's Good it's Lord. just that excitement. It's just that excitement of talking to somebody different. Maybe maybe their girl don't know how to talk like that. Do you like phone sex? Love it. <laughs> sexting. Sexting is awesome too. There's a skill for sexting. Sexting, sexting, anything. Yeah, sexting. Being able to keep that conversation spicy, keep them juices flowing, and then getting that finishing blow all through the phone. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the convos could just last all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Sex, man. No, me and wifey, that was definitely something that we we used to be on heavy in the beginning of our relationships. I used to stay home to sex her. <laughs> oh my god! Be at that phone, just sexting away, just like yeah, what you wear right now? Oh yeah, let me see. Mm. <laughs> oh my just, god! The yo, the conversation would get so spicy because everyone, many people feel safe behind text messaging, behind a mm-hmm. phone. Many people feel safe behind that, just like a lot of people feel safe behind the internet. Got everybody sliding in everybody's DMs. But a lot of people feel safe and more open behind that. You know? Then it's like, all right, so now I'm here. Do what you were talking about. Oh, man, I'm shy. It's like, what? You shy? All that shit you was talking about on the phone? All that shit you was texting on the phone? You shy now? It's just that comfort. Mm-hmm. It's just that comfort. So mm-hmm. that, that can allow somebody to have an amazing sex session. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> couples that's really healthy too couples uh, give that advice to couples that stuff is really healthy yeah oh my god throughout, throughout the day send that dirty text yeah and know. I remember like there was this one time me and him were having sex and I was like you know like I want you to call me one of your girls names that you be texting on your phone because I know you be texting girls. <laughs> mm. I allow like I allow him to do that. I'm like, so that's first thing like I allow him to like t- talk to other girls or all of that stuff. That's perfectly fine with me. I don't have no problem with that. He can go see them, whatever. I don't care. Have sex with them. I don't care. <laughs> so that 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 I don't give a fuck about but when he got really taken back when I said that he was like are you serious I'm like yes I want you to say their name <laughs> he kept calling yeah, their be, name you'd be surprised when you open the door for somebody I was to like, the whole way monogamy 
makes a lot of people be this one version of themselves that is built for the person they're with. Yeah. But they have a whole nother side of them that they that they just put away in the attic somewhere. And they're like, Well, I can't I can't bring this out anymore. Yeah, this I can't be this no. person. This person doesn't like it. This person says no. I can't. Yeah. And I don't want no time. I don't like rules. Oh my God. I break them example. all. I remember this is something till this day I still hate that I did. I used to rap. If anybody doesn't, anybody. Oh my God. He's a great rapper, y'all. If you ever got him to the point where he started rapping for you, that means he really loves you because he's going to be doing that for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I used to freestyle like crazy. Like my freestyles was was really on point. I I, I put out one (laughs) mixtape. One mixtape. So that was a pastor's daughter that I started dating. And we were together, boyfriend and girlfriend officially. And she made me give that up. She made me give that up. Because it was yeah, like, I told me. I'm a pastor's daughter. I can't, I, I can't have you being a rapper, trying to be a rapper, and this, that, and the third. I took three of my five subject notebooks full of lyrics and I threw it out. Until this day, it's something I wish I never did. Not I even wish you never did if I would have turned out to be a rapper or not. Just the fact that I just wish I never did that. Even if I did end up throwing them out, I, I wish it wasn't for her. Because guess what? I'm not even with her anymore. I'm not even with her. And I gave up a part of me to be with her that I probably would have still been in or love right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, monogamy doesn't let you be that full person of yours polyamory does the phone rings i'm not flipping my phone upside down or my heart's not beating if i'm not in a room and the phone is ringing and wifey's in the room it's just like oh so-and-so's calling you babe all right matter of fact if you want you could probably pick it up and just tell them i'm gonna call him back tell her i'm gonna call her back and people people like you know, just that stress right there of the phone, of the notification going off. Guys be having their hearts ugh, just sinking when do that do. notification. Yeah, do I know do. dudes that leave their phone on do not disturb all day long. I'm like, ain't nobody got time to be lying. First of all, that, you're you know, lying. Lying is for kids. Only I feel like lying is for children. Children, toddlers, they lie because they don't want to get caught. Adults, stop lying. It's weird. You're not a kid. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dudes, 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 just you know, dudes go through the extreme. They, they, it is so stressful doing that whole side chick, side dude. It is so much work. So much work, you know. I have some friends like, yo, after like seven o'clock, I already know. Don't even call him because he's probably not gonna get the call. <laughs> he's home with wifey. They ain't got no kids or nothing. They probably ain't doing shit. Probably I probably see him online. <laughs> mm-hmm. you call him, he ain't picking it up because other people's gonna call. Yeah, Can't have that happening, get in big trouble. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, you can even go on a date with a female friend or a male friend. Like, you can't even, like, uh, just, hey, let's go have lunch, buddy. 
Oh, no, I can't do that, my man. Oh, I can't do that, my girl. But we're just friends. Like, I was, I was a friend of yours before that person came in. Into your life. Now, when you don't even let me do those things and you walk out of my life, who am I going back to? Who am I going back to? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's monogamous people that make you break connections. Yes. Just because Uh, they're here now and they're going to be everything. Child, breaking the connections, monogamy. I will never, ever go back to that lifestyle again. Monogamy almost had me killed, almost had me dead. And they want to push this. And listen, monogamy, first of all, and we're not bashing <laughs> monogamous people. There's nothing wrong with it. I was monogamous too. First of all, if we want to get talking about monogamy, monogamy, where did monogamy even fucking come from? First of all, that was pushed on from the white people. White people pushed monogamy on us. <laughs> So I just think that it's actually ironic that we like want to be in this structured lifestyle that a white European man put on us. Yeah, because black culture was pretty polyamorous. Yes. And even there are some parts in Africa, it's actually rude. And um, some there are certain places in Africa I've actually looked at and, um, you know, travelers will go there and there was this white traveler. He went to a, a village in Africa and um, they have their own religious beliefs, of course, and they practice, you know, polyamory. And if you are a visitor there, they are subject to the women. They are subject to offer their body to the man guest that comes and visits their village. And he was like, oh, no, I don't want you. And they were like, wait, I feel offended because I'm offering you my body. This is a gift. So <laughs> yeah, we should, I, we should never practice monogamy. I feel I, that I, in my heart. Monogamy almost had me dead. Okay. I'm not going to practice that. Make do things that make sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can I can agree with a part of that, and I can also you know disagree with another part that poly's not for everyone either. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are amazing monogamous, are in amazing, very beautiful, fruitful, healthy monogamous relationships where yes. they're not they're not dealing with you know with I'm about to kill this 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 person. And, mm-hmm. and then kill myself because that's that that's like the new trend now. Yeah. Kill that person so that no one can have them and then kill yourself so you don't have to pay for what you did to that person. So there are there's another side of that where people have beautiful monogamous relationships and that's what they're built for. They're, they're, mm-hmm. They found that other person who is who connects with them and they that's it. They're good right there. They're good right there. So the same way people can show that love to beautiful, healthy, monogamous relationships, poly people ask for the same respect and love as well. 
Are there people that abuse polyamory? Of course. There's people that abuse monogamy. Or else divorce court wouldn't be so so full with people. Or there wouldn't be so much heartbroken, trauma-filled, broken people walking around. Just going on and breaking other people. Yes. Exactly. Breaking other people. You know, toxicity so... is a big thing nowadays as well. And it is. The more toxic you are, the more you love me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you, you see Christian Rock and Blueface, so that is just all of toxic. Yeah. I don't know what the yeah. hell. Clout toxic. That's a clout toxic case. Yeah, and some people like, hashtag yeah. relationship goals on that, I guess. You know, I guess. Whatever floats your boat, you know? You Very weird. Okay. So, what was your relationship process? So, you say you're dating somebody. So, when you know you're dating and stuff when they become your girlfriend like how do you run that by your wife Shannon well like I said like we are dating right now the official titles or whatever hasn't been given out but we're definitely you know uh, dating and getting to know each other deeper and putting in the time and the effort and the energy um, all of that is definitely discussed with her from the very beginning. Discussed with wifey from mm-hmm. the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe, this is somebody that I'm very interested in, and this is this is not just something that I'm trying to sleep with. This is someone I'm trying to bring into the family. Mm-hmm. And you know, Shanna definitely will build her own, will make her own connection with her individually. They'll make their own connection at at whatever point. They feel comfortable for that. But does she know where I would like to go with this person? Yeah. Yeah, she knows that from the jump. You know, and she can definitely give her insight about it. If she does not feel good about it, that is respected. That is definitely respected. And we'll talk about why. Hey, why don't you feel good about this person? What's What mm-hmm. don't you like about this person for me? Mm-hmm. Yep. And That's then, good. And, and then we go from there. Exactly. That's exactly how you should handle that. Yeah. That's exactly how we should go. Well, we talked a lot. <laughs> yeah, we killed it. We killed it. It was good. This was a really good combo. I'm glad that you came by the podcast. And before you go, make sure that, you know, you tell the people where they can find you, um, all your social media links. I'm, I'm big on Instagram, guys. You can go to, you can follow me at Jerry Boss. That's J-H-E-R-R-Y-B-O-S-S. That's my Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm always on there. Most of the time I'm on there. Uh, hit me up, DM me. Questions is welcomed. Uh, opinions too, with respect. And let's just uh, let's just connect, people. Let's, let's connect, share love, uh, share share wealth. If you have business ideas that can help my business, if you got to connect that can help my business, hey, let's do it. If I got one, I don't mind sharing it with you. So. Okay. Yes. And make sure y'all go to his Flavor Fridays that he has every Space Friday. Town. Space Lounge in Smithtown. 
and Swiss West Main Street. Yep. In Long Island. In Long Island. All the way in Long Island. That's right. <laughs> I need to come all the way. <laughs> that is correct. I need to come all the way out there. Because little old me live in PA. But one of that these days, correct. one of these days, I'm going to come all the way out there to Long Island to go to Flavor Fridays. So thank you for coming by the podcast again. Welcome. Thank to you. you. Welcome. All right. All right, so I'll talk to you later. All right, love. All right. Okay, guys, thank you for listening once again. Um, it was so good having my friend up here on the podcast, Jerry the Boss. Make sure that you follow him on his Instagram, which is Jerry Boss. That's J H E R R Y Boss B O S. S, that is the Instagram. I'm going to put everything in the description and make sure you follow his business page, his hookah page, um, with him and his wife, Bosses Hookah. That is the official Instagram for his business, Bosses Hookah. And, um, you know, check out his Flavor Fridays. He has his Flavor Fridays. And he also have his International Saturdays that he um, just previously started working on, too. So I forgot to, we forgot to talk about that. But he has his International Saturdays. So, you know, just, like, if you're looking for a party, like, for something to do for the weekend, just hit him up in the ZMs, okay? Hit him up in the ZMs. Check that out. It was so much fun having him up here. <laughs> and <laughs> I cannot wait for next week's episode, y'all. So stay tuned to that. And thank you for listening once again. Thank you for fucking with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. And make sure you stay on my demon time list because it's going up a little bit later. Um, We're going to get spicy on it, okay? Goodbye. Bye.